This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, welcome to the second edition of the Angaza Awards. Uh, this is an Angaza Awards Judges podcast hosted by the Kenyan Wall Street. My name is Ali Mwakaneno Gakwedi, and I'll be your host for this show. So today I'm sitting with Catherine Musakali, the founder and chair of Women on Boards Network in Kenya and a corporate governance specialist. She's also a second time judge of the Angaza Awards, and we're excited to have her on this space just so she gets to share her experience in the first Angaza Awards as well as some of the things that she's looking forward to in this second Pan-African edition. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Thank you very much, uh, Ali, and thank you for having me on the podcast. You're welcome. So let's, before, before, we, go to, before we go to the Angaza Awards, you know, we have to talk about where we are, especially in terms of board representation at board level in Africa, because that is one of the objectives of the Angaza Awards to highlight the top women in a banking and, and finance in the African space, women who were doing exploits so that we can inspire the younger generation of women and hopefully influence organizational and maybe um, regional policy to have more women taking leadership positions. But before we go there, we've seen that Africa is ahead of the pack when it comes to women representation in, at executive level compared to the worldwide average, as well as other regions in the world. Why is it still important that we continue emphasizing for gender representation, especially at board level? Thank you, Ali. Um, that's a very good point to begin. Um, why should we continue emphasizing on uh, gender parity on boards? Because we are not where we ought to be. Yes, Africa has made great steps, particularly when you think about where we were uh, this time five years ago, we have made great steps in terms of uh, achieving gender diversity on boards. But we're not where we, 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 we ought to be. Um, a good place to be would be when you are approaching the 50-50 mark in terms of gender parity. We're not anywhere near there because we have not even touched the 30% that is really the bare minimum. So that's the reason why it's very important that at an Africa level, we need to keep on emphasizing gender parity on boards. And the importance of having gender parity on boards has been tried and tested because we have seen over time that those organizations that have achieved gender parity on boards outperform their peers that have not. And so Africa is losing out in terms of talent at board level. And so we need to emphasize that parity so that the economy of Africa is positively impacted uh, by the very uh, fact of having uh, gender parity on boards, Ali. Thank you so much, Catherine, for, for sharing on, on that. Maybe uh, just a follow-up question, Dale. Um, we've seen that in as much as, again, Africa is ahead of the park, and as you said, we're still far from the 50-50 split when it comes to general representation at board level. We've seen different disparities across sectors. So for example, looking at a 2016 McKinsey report, we saw that um, 
women representation in senior management um, of African companies is, well, better represented in sectors like healthcare and pharmaceuticals at around 39%. Um, the media and technology industry is around 33%, whereas finance and professional uh, services is at 30%. Looking at the Angaza Awards, which specifically targets women in the finance and banking sector, what can organizations within the finance space do to make gender diversity on boards a reality? Thank you, Ali. Um, I, I will share with you some of my thoughts about what organizations uh, can do. And, and the whole disparity around the different focus areas, I think, starts from the very beginning, which is what are we training our girls in school to study? What are they focusing on? How do they break into the industry? How do they stay in the industry? How do they ascend to higher levels within the industry? So that's a whole discussion that we need to have. But once the ladies get into the financial services industry, for example, I would like to urge organizations to focus on ensuring that they have gender-sensitive policies in place. What do I mean by gender-sensitive policies in place? A policy that will speak to you, Ali, as a gentleman, may not necessarily speak to me as uh, a lady. Why? Because I I might need time off to look after uh, a baby once I get a baby. I may need time off to make sure that my child is going through school. I may need time off to just be um, uh, a family person at the same time uh, enhance my career. So some of those policies could be policies around job share. You know, if we have policies around job share that allow me to just do what I need to do and not lose out on my career. Policies around telecommuting, allowing me to work from home. And that is one thing that uh, COVID has taught us. Policies um, around mentorship, for women so that women can see that it's been done by other people. And that's why Angaza Awards is so important because we are showcasing these ladies within the financial services sector who have performed so, so well. And they're able to share their stories about how they have done it. And in that way, they are then able to influence other women um, to ensure that they build their career within the financial services um, sector. So gender-friendly policies, mentorship opportunities are some of the initiatives that um, uh, organizations can can have. But in addition to that, you cannot achieve anything if the tone at the top is not right. So if the board of these organizations, if the senior management of these organizations is not minded to focus on gender parity, to focus on growing the female talent within the organization, then we are not getting anywhere. And so it's important that the tone at the top is right. We are looking out for the talent within the women. We are focusing on growing their uh, careers. We are focusing at individual level. So speak to me, Catherine, as somebody who has joined your organization, Find out my personal circumstances, my space, where am I, and how can you help me grow my career? So individualizing those policies also goes a long way in terms of 
ensuring we have gender parity on boards early. Let's tap into your experience a little mm-hmm. bit. So um as as a corporate governance stroke legal expert mm-hmm. what do you from a legal point of view rather what do you think or what are some of the conscious steps that companies in the African finance space could take to improve gender representation in top management First and foremost it is um empowering the employees that they have so empowering the female employees and having in place uh policies that speak to those individual employees so that when somebody uh joins the uh, organization it is to speak to that person and ask them where do you want to go how far can you get in terms of your career and there are very many hr tools which can help help us assess uh both emotional intelligence and intellectual intelligence in terms of how far the person can go and then using that knowledge to then have tailor made uh, solutions for each employee we must ensure that organizations are having discussions around talent within the organization and here i'm talking about talent uh, in terms of growing the ladies that we have within the organization so talent discussions focusing on the ladies putting in place uh, mechanisms that can support each of those ladies to grow within the organization being conscious that these ladies require certain support to be able to grow and i'll give you a very simple example when i was employed by uh, shell many years ago i it was very clear within shell that for one to grow in the organization you needed to have cross border experience and so i i uh, got an opportunity to go and work outside of the country but i had a young baby and you know what shell did shell told me you know what you can come you can go with your baby we will pay for uh, the baby to go with you but in addition to that we will also support for you to have a minder uh, uh in london you know that type of 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 support for um talent within the organization will go a long way into supporting um the ladies that we have in the various um uh, organizations to grow in their career but in addition to that we must have programs that help these ladies focus on their own internal capabilities and how to grow themselves as leaders so assessing your own um uh in uh, be inward looking so help me assess access programs that are inward looking for me and they help me uh, tease out my strengths and weaknesses and how i can then deal with uh the weaknesses that i have so those are some of the um uh things that i think would go a long way in improving the leadership um um rather the ladies that we have within organizations and empowering them to grow to uh higher higher levels just just being there and telling them that it's possible it's been done and it can be done um is really important on to the angaza awards as i said earlier it's the second time we're holding the angaza awards and it's also the second time that we're having you here maybe let's recount on your experience last year what was your favorite thing in the 2020 edition of the angaza awards 
two things that were my favorite um and 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 I'm struggling to put one uh, ahead of the other but maybe let me start with one that I think really stood out for me the one thing that really stood out for me was the quality of applicants that we got we got wonderful applicants women who have been there done that and achieved so much when you look at the winners the three winners for example they had achieved so so much in their careers and that for me really stood out the rest of the applicants that at the judges level we got to see had done such wonderful things but as you know ali there has to be one winner and 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 we can't have everybody winning so if we can just you know highlight these women across africa who are doing so well we will be doing a lot in terms of improving gender parity in organizations the second thing that i really liked about the angaza awards last year was the way the team put together the awards the process that was followed the support that the judges were given so that they can deliver their uh, work in an enabled environment was awesome so i really thank uh, the people who put the awards uh, in place last year um their organizations they were so organized the way they summarized uh the qualifications of the applicants the way they put together the papers was really really good and i enjoyed that part it, it was it was a very easy process for the judges uh in my view so thank you for that you're welcome and maybe looking towards this edition as as you know we're we're going bigger so this year's angaza awards will cover not only eastern africa as we did last year it's going to be the whole continent so mm-hmm. 50 54 countries here mm-hmm. what are you looking up to this year and what advice do you have for applicants i'm looking forward to very many applicants coming in um i am looking for difficulty in judging so to speak because in my view going out to africa we are going to have very many applicants my advice to applicants is how you write your profile is absolutely important there are so many ladies who are doing great things out there but when you look at the cvs that they share those cvs don't do justice to them so i would like to encourage the ladies before you submit your application for angaza awards please have a look at your cv or your profile again does it really speak to who you are does it speak to your achievements does it tell a story about your leadership journey that will help us um in terms of upping the game in terms of the uh, winners that we shall be uh, looking for in 2022 thank you so much catherine maybe any last words before we close the podcast what i would like to say is this that i am so so happy about angaza awards because for a very long time we have been talking about gender parity within organizations and gender parity on boards but we cannot get that gender parity unless we take very uh, specific steps to improve that gender parity 
And I think Kangaza Awards is one of those steps that we can take to improve gender parity. As the name goes, shine a light on them so that they can be seen, so that they can be noticed for who they are, so that their achievements and what they have achieved for the organizations can be highlighted. So that's um, uh, what I would say in terms of closing remarks. But I also want to say that I would like Angaza Awards to be an inspiration to every young girl out there who is looking to develop a career within the financial services sector to aspire for greatness as they go through school. However young they are, if they are in primary school, it should point out the type of subjects that they should take if they want a career in the financial services sector. If they are in campus, what sort of developmental opportunities are available to you? And I want to encourage uh, young girls in universities, not just to focus on the curriculum as it is, but also to look for other developmental opportunities that come along the way to develop their leadership skills, because that may not be taught in university, that you learn elsewhere. Look for mentors, look for people to coach you, look for people to sponsor you into organizations so that those opportunities for leadership can come your way. Those opportunities to make a change can come your way. Thank you, Ali. Thank you so much, Catherine. This is all we had for today's podcast, and I look forward to seeing you at the final event. Looking forward, and thank you so much for having me today. No problem. To our listeners, that was Catherine Musakali, the founder and chair of Women on Boards Network in Kenya, and a corporate a governor's specialist, and you will definitely hear from her again during the awards. Thank you so much, and do have a nice day.